Anyway, the reason I told Rachel to not touch the cat is because, like, a couple weeks ago, Jenica found a dead squirrel in our yard um, behind some bushes. And she was like, I should probably get rid of that, and didn't. Um, And then the other day, we were looking for our cat, and we found her luxuriating on top of this dead squirrel. And probably had been for the past, I don't know, however long that dead squirrel's been there. What's... Which, what does which it mean to luxuriate? S- like, like you know how when cats lay on their sides and they like spread their legs out and they're just like, yeah, I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what they say too. It's really weird that they say that every time. Yeah, yeah, my cat does that. That's what they look like they're saying. Anyway, it was yeah that, but on all like like on top of a dead squirrel, <laughs> like a like an absolutely rotting squirrel. So anyway, uh. It made both of us think 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 back to all the moments over the past two or three weeks where we have held that cat and put our faces <laughs> on that cat and Oh god. You know, just like been friendly to the cat that has dead squirrel all over it. You just touching just touching dead squirrel constantly. You yeah, just like, rub dead squirrel all over all <sighs> over your face. So gross. Dude, I already do that enough so as gross. it is. With the dead squirrels? Yeah, I already rub a well. Like that's what they say is like the secret to uh, keeping a young face is rubbing dead squirrel all over it. Yeah, they call it squirrel yep. oil. Gross. <laughs> it's good for your beard. You know what? You know what else is the secret to keeping a young face and good for your beard, Rachel? The Savage Land. <laughs> Welcome back, back to, to the, the Savage, Savage Land, Land It's time for the episode of Savage Time. Hey, who's here in the Savage Land Hey, time Land for house. Jason. Who's, who's, uh, Jason. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> There's two Jasons today, guys. There's yeah. two Jasons? Two Jasons. Jason 2, the Jasoning. It's just called the two Jasoning. Jasons. Prepare to get Jasoned in your Jason. There's a lot of Jasons in my life. Yeah, there's too many Jasons in your life, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, they need, the, the half of them need to start spelling it J-A-C-E-N. Ew, gross. No, please Ugh. don't do that. That's the worst spelling. <laughs> or J-A-Y. No. S-O-N. Also a bad spelling. Not as worse as the other worse, but still worse. How about J-A-I? Or D-J-A-E. To Jason? C- C-Y-N. No, the G's really? silent. Yeah, the G's silent. Ugh. No. No. <laughs> Jason. Jason. <laughs> I'm never going to think of it any other way. It's permanent. No. It's permanently in my brain. No. Uh, I'm going to give a caveat to the Savage Land listeners. I went on a 30-mile bike ride today, and I'm tired. That's all. <laughs> That's all right. tired. I, I'm tired, too. We're all so tired. You you did more activity than I did, but fuck, I'm still tired. Hey Jason, how you feeling over there, champ? You know I'm feeling great. My car, oh, yeah. my car is destroyed. I've had to pay a lot of money for a lot of stupid things in the last week. Uh, life's kind of a shit storm, but I'm feeling great. Your car is really destroyed. It's destroyed. It's not destroyed, but it's in not in good shape. Oh. Oh. Yeah, some asshole uh, pulled a hit and run on me. It was really cool. I loved it. Oh, oh really? really? What? Fuck. Yeah, no, super fun. I loved it. it it's it's what, great, guys. What broke on the car? 
the radiator. Uh, the holy shit! He hit you in the. He hit the. He hit the front of you. Yeah, he backed up straight into me, and he was driving a big ass Jeep, and my car is not that tall, and so it just careened like straight into oh. my radiator without hitting were the bumper. You, were you in the car? Yup. Oh, so you saw him hit you, and then he bolted. Yep. I try. I I got out of my car to try and stop him because it's it was like in front of this apartment complex, and so he like tried to whip around and and took off. I got out of my car to try and stop him, uh, but yeah, didn't didn't happen. Ugh. Well, yeah. that's horrible. So I'm doing yeah. great, guys. I'm doing fantastic. Oh, bud. Sorry. Oh. No, it's great. Everything's good. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Um. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> it's seriously this this week has Forced been positivity. This week has been one of the worst weeks of my life. Like that's just the tip of the iceberg. But uh, yeah, it's 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 all good, guys. It's all good. We're here recording this the is, show. At least it's just the tip. Just the tip. Um, yeah. So today we get it because it's a because it's, it's a penis what? joke. I, Why no, would I got you want the just joke. the tip? <laughs> it's it's the it's the negotiation for you know when when someone's like i don't want to have sex and he's like oh come on just let me put in just the tip oh is that really where that came from that's where that comes from yeah oh where's that? that's never gonna happen nobody no guys can be like all right i got just the tip in well yeah no cool. it's it's, it's cool disingenuous story, cool, for I'm sure <laughs> like no guy is actually gonna give just the tip but of course he's gonna say he will he's gonna be like oh shit whoops i slipped Oh no! Who would, even ag- who, who would even agree to that? Like, <laughs> I don't oh, I'm know. just gonna put the tip in. Oh, okay. That well, sounds like a good idea. But, but soaking is a thing. Yeah, for, soaking is soaking weird. Is th- soaking is a thing for like. <laughs> yeah, that's such a religious, visceral way. religious teens. That's such a visceral like, way to describe it. Where it's like, it's okay to Jesus if you just sit, lay there motionless. Have you seen that cartoon? I know I posted it a long time ago with the T-Rex Jesus, and then it has the couple soaking. No, wait, it's T-Rex God. So, like, if you don't move, then God won't see you. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Because their vision's based on movement. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But how'd they? But then, if that's the case, how'd you get it in there in the first place? Yeah, you'd have to move you to get it in there. You gotta move somehow to put it in there. Soaking. It's not real, guys. Public service announcement. Wait, what? It's not. I'm just giving a public service announcement. Are you? Te- wait, are doesn't... you? Yeah, but are you telling me that I'm not a virgin? Well, I'm f- pretty sure you figured that out. Mm. I thought I thought soaking was cool. It's <laughs> 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 a pretty good answer there, bud. <laughs> Uh yeah, so we're 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 gonna do catch up today, and then at some point there'll probably a topic will probably find its way into the show as we move along. Um, before we get into our catch up, I think we found our topic soaking and soaking. and how it relates to the teen 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 teens in America. Do, do you think Captain America soaked before he was frozen in that iceberg? Does him being frozen in an iceberg count as soaking? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because no, mo- no it's no, him and Mother he's Nature. Not, he's he, he's not in anybody. He's not. He's in Mother in Nature. Anybody. Uh. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway. anyway yeah. Uh, <laughs> we did want to say uh, off the top. Um. Just give listeners a head up for our upcoming schedule of guests. Uh. If you're listening and you want to ask some questions of the guests that we have. Uh planned for the next few weeks uh we're just giving you a heads up of who's coming on so this thursday 
Uh, you'll be hearing Patrick Gleason, who we already interviewed, so don't even bother sending questions because it's freaking done. Um, Why did we even tell you about it? I don't know. I don't know. So they know, so they know to listen. Yeah, they'll get hyped. It's called promotion. I learned. I'm get a marketing it. genius. Get hyped. Get, get hyped. hyped. Um, <laughs> but over the next. <laughs> Over the next few weeks, uh, we will have David Walker, the writer of uh, Power Man and Iron Fist, Luke Cage, uh, Nighthawk, a bunch of other stuff. Um, yeah, like everything else. Tons of stuff. Island of Dr. Moreau. That guy is, pro- that guy is prolific. Pro- he's prolific. Yeah. <laughs> Keep trying. Uh, we will also have Brian Wood, the writer of DMZ, Demo, Briggsland. Uh, he wrote uh, on Moon Knight. Uh, a bunch. I don't know. He's got so much stuff. A lot of stuff. Channel Zero. Northlanders, Black Road, Black Road, everything. Also prolific, very prolific. Uh, and uh, and young Greg Greg Smallwood. We'll call him Young Greg Smallwood every time. Uh, he yeah, he's is young. <laughs> he's the artist on both Brian Wood and Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight, uh, and also the Dream Thief. And we have Becky Cloonan, the uh, writer of Southern Cross, uh, Gotham Academy. Uh, a bunch of other stuff, and also the artist on Demo. Uh, uh, I can't remember what... It, she she worked with Brian Wood on some stuff as well, but also has all of her stuff that's really, really good. Punisher. Um, yeah, anyway. And uh, Michael Cho, the cover artist of all the DC Archive collections and uh, writer-slash-artist of the graphic novel Shoplifter. So if you have any questions for any of those people, freaking send them to... to where, where should they send them, guys? Where are they going to send their letters and questions? Um, my mom's address is, uh, 4159, uh, Mama Street. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Jesus. This is... What the fuck? <laughs> Matt, are you, are you okay? Are you alright? Yeah, I am alright. It's just, fuck, I'm, everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts when I swallow. There's that gross cat over there with a the squirrel all over her. S- send your questions to It Hurts <laughs> at the Savage Land yeah. Podcast. Yep. yep. What? Or there's That's that gross cat address. over there. <laughs> yeah, send your, send, your, send, your, send, your, send your questions to It Hurts When I Swallow at SavageLandPodcast.com. There you go. That or, works. Or I Love Soaking. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, cast your soaking votes at <laughs> my heart's I heart soaking at savagelandpodcast.com. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, oh boy. This is this is entertainment, Jason. You got you, you know. Hey, I'm entertained. That's good. The people are entertained. That's what counts. <laughs> That's true. Um, there's a lot of news in the comic book world this week. We're not going to talk about the horrible Howard Chaykin stuff, because that guy's a fucking asshat. Uh, but what you guys been up to? Did I mention I went on a really long bike ride today? <laughs> <laughs> I just want, I want sympathy points. Matt, um, sympathy. Here's your, here's, here, have sympathy. Not from you. From the listeners. There's gotta Send be all your a- sympathy points to sympathy at savagelinepodcast.com. This is... This is me at my most narcissistic, but there's got to be like a Matt fan club out there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Yeah. Conceited. Am I right, Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. God. I'll take that. I don't think me or Jason have any fan clubs. Yeah. All I have well, is anti fan clubs. With that attitude. I just have that yeah. one person who doesn't like my voice. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. <laughs> 
Jason, don't like your voice. He, all night long, every night, he just stays up late thinking about it. He listens to episodes of our show on repeat, just like he hating puts, yeah, my he voice. He puts it on, he's just like, I hate everything. It's he's probably the guy that hit you. He's probably the guy that That's hit you, Jason. True. It's probably very it's true. conspiracy. Confirmed. He, he's also... Nah, I'm not going to go down that road. All right, guys, <laughs> we got we got to start talking about stuff. This is this has gone on way too long. <laughs> the people, the people, Jason, the people, entertainment, they love this. Um, I don't want to go first. Rachel, what you been first? doing? Uh, I read all the things. Wow, that's a whole shitload. Of <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, Rachel. Good job. I am fucking impressed. There's like so much though that I'm not quite sure what I want to focus on. <laughs> Flip a coin. Because they're all. Awesome. I'll roll a 20-sided die, and you can arbitrarily assign <laughs> things you've read to one of the 20 numbers. Tell you what, do do two of them really quick, and then after Matt and I do our catch-ups, then we can just go just go on down the list and keep talking about more and more of them as we go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I read Jeff Lemire's entire run of Green Arrow. Woohoo! What'd you think? How long is entire run of Green Arrow? It was like 500-plus pages. Holy shit. That's yeah. long. I got the deluxe hardcover. I'm so is jealous. One, is how thick is it? Like two inches? About an inch. Mm. Or if you're a guy, six inches. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is he right? Because Jason <laughs> made a sex joke. Right. <laughs> uh, tell us more about it. I'd like to hear about it. Sell me on it. I'm trying to get some No, I know. I, I loved it. I just, it's like, it's so funny when Matt tries to get engaged, but then like his voice is still just like undercutting uh, yeah. the attempt. Yeah. Look, guys. Like that did not seem sincere. Look, guys, did I mention I went on a 30 mile bike ride today? <laughs> it was a mountain bike ride, so it was, there was a lot of climbing. All right, Rachel. Tired. Tell us about Jeff Lemire's uh, Green Arrow run, because it's actually been a while since I've read it, too. Um,. <laughs> what did he? What did he do with the character? What was what? How does how does it all? What's the stage to be set? Well, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess I could just spoil everything. You can but spoil some. I mean, you could like leave out a couple of things. But you could spoil everything. Right <laughs> Fuck it. Just do it. Just do whatever you want. Spoil it all. It's it's more about Oliver discovering secrets about his dad. Man, I didn't want to know that. Just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> I don't even know how to proceed here. So, so he discovers like what what types of secrets about his dad? Because I I legitimately actually do not re- remember this. Wait, maybe I do. Is this? Hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> it. Hey, Jason. Spoilers. The green arrows in it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Matt's really throwing me off. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm turning the microphone <laughs> away from my face. So, it's... Well, I don't really know. Like, I could just blurt out everything right now. Uh, his dad's alive. Oh. He didn't really die. And he is the one that put Oliver on the island to train him. Oh, so he's like, he's like, yo, I'm going to make my boy a, a, a green arrow. Yeah, so he was actually island. like... On the island with him, wearing a mask, training him. He didn't know that was his dad the entire time. So he's thinking, I'm just on this island and I need to survive. But it was all staged. It was all so an elaborate ruse. It was an elaborate ruse. Wait, is, the, is, the, is this the same island from the TV show? Yes. 
Same idea, rather. Yeah, it's okay. it's the same island same that was... Same basic idea, but not exactly how the show went about it. Yeah. Sure. Well, and so in the, in, the run, in the run, uh, Oliver's not on the island, though, right? It's just like, yo, all that stuff you went through uh, happened because of your dad, right? Or do they go back to the island? Uh, they do go back to the island because then it involves all these other tribes. Like, Katana shows up. Like, she's with... The sword tribe, and then there's the axe tribe, the fist tribe, and then the arrow tribe. Mm. And they're oh, yeah. called the Outsiders. Outsiders clan, right? Or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Or the Outsiders war? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I get you. No. It's really just the Outsiders. You're the Outsiders. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so, what like what stood out to you in uh, this arc? Because obviously, you've you've watched every season of Green Arrow or of uh, Arrow. Is that right? Yeah. Was there uh, like a different feeling to this, or I don't know? Like how how do you feel the the two sort of uh, stand against each other? Uh, Apples to oranges. Yeah, pretty well, I can't much. Can fruit be compared? I... <laughs> Sorry. There, there's. There's things in the comics that I wish were better portrayed in the show, mainly like Count Vertigo. Mm. So he's a pretty awesome character, and in the TV show, he was just some dumbass giving drugs to people. Yeah. So what in the in this version of the comics and Jeff Lemire's version, what does Count Vertigo do? Because there's also been a bunch of different Count Vertigos. Um, what like what what was this version of him? What was his thing? He does more like once you get into a close proximity of him, he creates delusions. Mm. So like the whole world feels like it's falling apart. Interesting. And you get vertigo. Oh. <laughs> and he killed his mom and stuff. It's fantastic. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's way more intense. And in the show, he was just a drug dealer. Yeah. In the show, he kind of sucked. Like... His his portrayal in the show was just like, yeah, we're going to do a gritty Dark Knight version of Count Vertigo. Yeah, it was lame. Yeah. Um, well, so did you, how was the art? What did you think of the art? Uh, well, I can reiterate what I said in our chat about how I don't like the way Oliver is drawn because he still <laughs> looks like a rich kid that should be wearing boat shoes. But isn't that the character? He's not that guy anymore, though. Oh. See, like you, I would f- you felt like he I still def- had too much like baby face and too much like youth to him. Yeah, I yeah, I would feel like he's been through so much that it would kind of show in his face, like uh, like at least at least one piercing and a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, a, a tattoo that says "damaged" on his forehead. Yeah, some gold teeth. An Oscar-winning tattoo that says "damaged" on his forehead. Uh... <laughs> a tattoo that says "Verton No" on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really dumb joke. <laughs> it was a really dumb joke. Hey guys, I just like the how much Jason laughed at that. That's my forte tonight. <laughs> it's a very animated. Ha <laughs> 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 Um I see I actually I, I enjoy uh Andre Sorrentino's art quite a lot. I like he's one of my favorite artists these days, so it's it's interesting that uh that you've got a a various, a, a, a different, a diverging opinion. No, I, I do love it. I loved everything about it, just except how 
Oliver was drawn being mm. the baby face because he still looks like a teenager. I see. And I just kind of felt like through his experiences, it would have kind of aged him a bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I get what you're saying. I wonder if like part <laughs> of that was because of the new 52. Like I think in the new 52, DC was like, hey, he can't have a beard yet because he's so young or something. Was it? Is this? Is it? Help me out here, guys. Is is this <laughs> Jeff Lemire Green Arrow run New Fifty Two or Rebirth or? It's New Fifty Two uh, before Rebirth. Okay. Yeah, but it's like it all counts. Like all all the good stuff is in continuity. Just throw out the bad stuff. Cool. I'll just I'll I'll put that in my checkbook. <laughs> checkbook my my book that I check things off in. <laughs> oh, is that what a checkbook oh. is? Well, there's also the checkbook where you used to... Yeah, as, I know. I, I know what a real checkbook is. That's why I was... I don't know if you do, Jason. You're pretty young. <laughs> What's a check? I mean, that's going to soon be the reality we all are a part of. When was the last time you guys wrote a check? I haven't written a check in years. I've never uh, written it's a been check. A f- it's been a few years. See? I, I did once for my rent, and it took them about a month to check, to yeah, that's cash the worst it, part so then I just stopped. But I have Hello Kitty checks. Aww. My friend's a huge Hello Kitty fan. Sorry, I'm derailing everything, guys. <laughs> uh, okay, so Stay so yeah, target. that's would you would you say that that's a good like if somebody out there hasn't read any Green Arrow comics before, do you think that that's a good one to start in on? Yeah, I would say so. Especially if you like the TV show, since it does still follow the hey, I was on this island and mm. blah blah blah. It it has different characters. Dig is still in there. Diggle still in there but um like felicity's not his lady it's some other lady yeah because that stuff was kind of retroactively added into the comics like diggle was added in after the show and so was felicity um yeah which is fine i i'd say i think you're right i'd say like if somebody was like going like into the world of green arrow comics i'd say read uh green arrow year one by andy diggle and john yes then read jeff lemire's run and then just go to rebirth yeah, I 100% agree with that. That's good shit. Because Rebirth still ties into this run, too, with his sibling. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Oh, that's good shit. That's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been the, the Jeff Lemire segment of the show, which we uh, have every week. I, I could still go on about Jeff Lemire because, you know, Royal oh, City and right. Black Hammer. We've it's fantastic. Uh, let's give, give a, give a quick little thing on, on, uh, Black Hammer and Royal City, but we've talked about them a bunch, so I'm sure we won't want to harp on it too much because the listeners are like, oh, we get it. Royal City, Black Hammer. I know. I talk about them a lot. Um, I'll just say that I read them and they're wonderful and I highly recommend them. Hooray. Uh, and then did you have a, did you have a second catch up you want to talk about or should we, should we kick it on down the line? Um, I, I'm, let's bring up Briggsland. Ooh, Brian Woods, Briggsland. Just because, yeah, because I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't think that I would, but I read volume one and the little spinoff all in one day. Wow. Yeah. I've read a lot <laughs> of things. <laughs> and I'm very excited to have him on the show. Yeah, he'll be he'll be a fun one to talk about. He's or to talk to. He's uh he's had a lot of uh very wide ranging work in the comics in the comic book world, and Briggsland is being adapted for TV by AMC. 
who arguably yes. adapts the best shows or makes the best and shows. And I think it's a very, very good story that will be a good TV show. Yeah. I And I, I rarely say that. I'm usually very against adaptations, but I think it will work very well. Yeah, I think of of any of the comics that we've seen like optioned uh, recently, um, or especially like go into actual uh, pre production, um, I think that Briggsland is one of the more adaptable ones. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, for it. It se- it seemed like it would fit into your alley because it kind of deals with. Well, ex- explain to the listeners a little bit what Briggsland is about. Uh, it deals with this family who kind of lives on this little plot of land they have their own little followers but they're white supremacists but they're also kind of like the mob like everything in the town like is how they say it's gonna be and if you don't agree with them then they will like bribe you beat you up kill you you know all the good stuff all the stuff you like to have happen all all the good stuff like it's not really like it is kind of cult-ish because they are Christians and mm-hmm. <clears throat> like one of the horrible things about it, but that I thought was pretty interesting was how one of the couples in their town, the husband wouldn't let his wife own a pair of shoes and she was only allowed to stay home all day mm-hmm. with their son who was disabled. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't go to the school that they had in town, which is run by the family because he had disabilities. Yeah, and the family... So the Briggs's own, like, a, a large section of land where they've just kind of, like, set up this village that's sort of, like, closed off borders from the rest of the, the town. Um, yeah. Which is very interesting. Like, they, they've basically just, like, harvested, yeah, like, their own sort of, like, cult or community, kind of like the, uh, the fundamentalist Mormons do in southern Utah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a commune-type thing going on. But... So the main... Main man Lobo? is in prison. Lobo's in this? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so he's in prison, and his wife decides that she's just done taking orders from him. So she becomes the main person in charge. She's like, yo, Mrs. I'm taking control. So, And she's still an extremist, obviously, mm-hmm. but she's still trying to put in positive changes in a way. Yeah. But she's still insane. Yeah. And they've got a whole family. Because that's the other thing, too, is like the, the thing that she has to deal with is like the the rest of the family, like the brothers and, and all that stuff, like who's on whose side, you know what I mean? Because it's now starting a war between this husband and wife. Uh, yeah. And so like trying to play the sort of like politics or figure out like who is loyal to who. Yeah. It's interesting. So, yeah. So then it becomes, are her sons loyal to her or to their dad? Yeah. So she's basically trying everything to get people on her side. It's a cool freaking story. I like it. I like it a lot. It is really cool. I haven't read the uh, spinoff yet. Is it kind of like a prequel thing? No, it actually takes place alongside Oh shit. Briggsland. And it's really just about Isaac, who's one of her sons, who they claim, like, he's kind of the, the outcast mm-hmm. um, he- because he was in the military which they're against. Yeah. So being a veteran, he comes back home and he's guarding one of their roads. So 
it's basically him guarding the road and some shit kind of happens like it kind of involves some holding some people hostage and kidnapping and stuff Oh shit yeah so it's pretty cool dope love it um good stuff and we will uh, we'll be sure to to ask all sorts of questions about Briggsland when Brian Woods on. We'll trap him into answering all of our questions and fan theories and suspicions. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, did you guys know uh, Edgar Wright came out with a new movie? I sure did. No. Yeah, he made a movie. Uh, I saw Baby Driver this week. Edgar Wright's new film with uh, John Hamm and Ansel Elgort and 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 all those other guys. Did you love it as much as everybody else loved it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone like lame. That that sounded convincing. Everyone, no, I, <laughs> I I do believe that. It's just like yeah, everyone's kind of having a circle jerk over this movie right now. Um, yeah, which is kind of like honestly has turned me off of it. I'm pulling a Rachel right now. Yeah, that, that's uh, exactly what I was gonna say. It's like there's it's there's way too much being thrown at me about like. It's the best movie of all time. Dot dot dot. It's Edgar Wright's best movie. Dot dot dot. If you haven't seen it, you're you're a douche nozzle. <laughs> dot dot dot. See, I don't even have to be here. Matt can just speak for me. Uh, sorry, I wasn't trying to speak for you. <laughs> no, I'm I'm making a joke because oh. that's like legit, legit how I'm feeling. <laughs> oh my god. Um. <laughs> but seriously, like. I do plan to go see it because I do have vacation coming up. So I plan to go see Alien, Spider-Man, and Baby Driver all in that week. Alien, nice. Spider-Man, and Baby Driver. What's that? That sounds like a crazy like little ensemble mov- movie. movie ever. Yeah. It's about this. It's about this alien who's bit by a radioactive spider, but he's a baby. <laughs> and so he learns to drive. <laughs> uh. Here's, a, here's what I'll say coming about... Coming of age story. <laughs> coming of age. Directed by John Hughes. Um, here's what I will say about uh, about Baby Driver is I like I don't think that it's like a, a you know, fantastic best movie ever or anything like that. Um, I'd say it, it may very well be Edgar Wright's best movie. It's possible, but I don't know. He's got some damn good movies there. Um, however, I think that it is a pitch-perfect crime movie that manages to keep a uh quick pace and and kind of a light heart about it even when it's dealing with more dramatic moments um the cast is awesome and obviously just like everybody's been saying like the the use of music in the film is is executed very well like it it was uh woven into the dna of this movie so it's not like they're just sort of adding a fun soundtrack on top of it they are planning they're planning the things that they shoot uh with the music and in a way that like it, it just it has to be there from the beginning like there's set pieces and there's all this stuff that like has to work alongside the music and the soundtrack um and so it's it's a very well done movie i wouldn't say it's the best movie ever or anything like that but i think it's hard not to enjoy yourself watching it sure so, so that's i mean i'll watch it some someday someday i don't know what song that was um i'm not pushing for it though um <clears throat> You should. I just wish some people, and not you, you are excluded from this sentiment, would just go easy, Tiger. <laughs> oh my God! Ahem, Scott Corelli. Ahem. No, I wasn't gonna say it. 
I wasn't going to say I it. was going to say We it. love you, Scott. We do love Scott. He's great. Um, She's real excited about Baby Driver. But he has seen it about like four times now. Yeah, I keep seeing it's his posts three. about it. Last time I checked, it was only three. Oh. Last update. Well, by the yeah, time it's... this airs, it'll probably be four. Yeah, exactly. Shit, it'll be five by the time this airs. <laughs> um, it's been, I mean, it's, guys, it's been a whole hour since we started recording. We don't know. Um, I know. He could already be know. there. Let me, ch- let me check on, let me check on my uh, <laughs> com. <laughs> That's not creepy Now we have to all. buy that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we totally do. <laughs> and then have it lead to our website. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> uh, so the other thing I, I, I wanted to bring up in my catch-up was uh, Batman The War of Jokes and Riddles, or Batman 2-Jar, if you want to abbreviate it. Get it? 2-Jar. The two jar. War of Jokes and Riddles. 2-Jar. Oh. Oh, I get it. It's really it's dumb. An anim- it's yeah, that's dumb. Um, so this is uh, the new uh, arc in Batman, written by Tom King, with art by Mikhail Yanin, who was uh, the artist on Grayson. Um, and this is a story uh, taking place in the early years of Batman's life, uh, before Robin was around. Uh, and it basically involves, as the title says, it involves uh, the Joker and the Riddler essentially going to war over... A, Gotham City, and B, who's going to actually kill the Batman, um, and what Bruce Wayne slash Batman is sort of, like, how he goes about trying to stop this. Um, huh. That actually sounds pretty cool. It, yeah. It's awesome, and it's it's gearing up to be, you know, kind of like, I think the, the total arc is going to be somewhere around, like, 10 issues. Um, is this is this in batman continuity like is it uh, is it like number 36 through 38 or something um so it is in batman rebirth continuity i think it's starting with like yeah it's like issue 25 or something however it's uh it's a f- like a flashback story arc so it doesn't like there's nothing that you really have to know going into this um no i just i, I, I just curious about the numbering because uh you've you've thrown enough praise down i would like to i I would like to read tom king's batman run hell yeah um yeah it's and i mean i will say like this this run has been fantastic so far uh my only criticism of tom king's run up to this point is that a couple of the story arcs have felt a little bit too um decompressed like there wasn't enough necessarily like this the second arc in particular it was called i am suicide it's felt it didn't feel like a full story arc. It just kind of felt like a bunch of setup. Um, however, I'd say the vast majority of his Batman run has been really good, especially uh, in between every story arc. There's like two uh, sort of like side story issues that they do, which I think is awesome because um, it kind of gives you, you know, a little bit of a break in between big, massive story arcs where you can just have like a couple of one off issues or one like two part story. Uh and that's where the Batman and Swamp Thing crossover happened that I've been glowing about. Um, <clears throat> and so it's, yeah, overall, Tom King's Batman's been great. Uh, but this story arc, first off, the way that Yanin is illustrating the Joker and the Riddler is incredible. Like, I, in, in all honesty, I don't think I've ever seen either character illustrated better than this. Um, hmm. And they've got, it's like, it's oozing with just like these cool like throwback page layouts that uh that are very reminiscent of like early batman stuff um and it just it's it it looks to be gearing up to be like just an incredible uh incredible arc so i think that this is honestly like the part where where tom king's batman run is sort of solidified as just kick ass as hell so nice i loved it i can't wait to read more 
Uh, and obviously, I, I love Tom King. I'm like all of the comics I've read from him have been incredible. So I'm on board 100. percent Cool. Yeah, dude. Uh, most most excellent, dude. Most excellent. Um, what's uh, what's what's you got on the catch-ups for you, Matt? You saw Power Rangers. Didn't oh, you? I, what? Huh? What? Did you see Power Rangers? He, he went on. He went on a thirty-mile bike ride. I couldn't hear what he said at all. <clears throat> I, I was wondering. You watched Power Rangers? Oh yeah, I, I did watch Power. I Rangers. I also watched Power. Did we Rangers? all watch Power Rangers. Uh, what, uh, Let's talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about. It. That's not. I'm not going to count that as one of my catch-ups. But we can talk about Power Rangers. Okay, we'll talk about it after your catch-ups. Then, what's your catch-up? We can talk about it right now. Yeah, let's talk about it right now. What you think of uh, Power Rangers? <laughs> I actually thought it was pretty fun. I I I went into it like this is going to be so stupid, but it was pretty fun. Pretty. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a Power Rangers fan or anything, but it, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. Just kind of a fun movie about some kids who were, and it was kind of funny, and it was, yeah. Did you ever watch the Power Rangers uh, show back in the day? I mean, here and there because it was on, but I never really cared about it. Mm. Matt's a yeah. fake fan. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm absolutely a fake fan. <laughs> Rachel, what did you think uh, of Power Rangers? I loved it. It's not the best movie I've ever seen, mm-hmm. but I did like it for what it was, and it was really fun, and I do think... The throwbacks were pretty awesome, yeah. especially for any fan. Once they see all the Zords running together and it's singing "Go Go That's Power Rangers," awesome. yeah, it I was like that. it was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I hear you. I I I absolutely. It surprised me how much how that that I had as much fun as I did watching it. Uh, yeah, I. I was not. It's like what it's like what Transformers could have been, mm. right? Like like take an old thing that people have a lot of nostalgia for, but make it good, yeah, and fun. It doesn't take itself seriously. No, like all. it like, kind of tries to, but that it's more like with their relationships in the beginning. It tries sure. to be a little more serious, yeah. and then it does switch to let's have fun being totally. Power Rangers. Totally, yeah. Yeah, I, I they got good they got they got good actors too. I thought the kids were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They I I was when I walked out of that movie, I was very surprised by how much fun I had watching it. Um, totally. And uh, yeah, like I I again, it's one of those times where yes, you're watching it, going, I'm not expecting, uh, you know, any like anything close to you know a perfect movie or a movie that's like going to blow me away. Uh, but it's kind of like it's kind of like that Ninja Turtles thing, right? Like you just watch it and you're like, yeah, oh, I was this gonna is say, fun. I was gonna say it's probably like when you and I went and saw Ninja Turtles two, and we were both like, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is like, this movie like, sucks, and me and Matt are just like, that was that was a fun time with some turtles. Yeah, I mean, it was a bad movie objectively, but it's super fun to watch. Yeah, no, yep. absolutely. I like, and I I think uh, there's nothing wrong with just like enjoying some like cheesy kind of like popcorn movies every once in a while i don't know like not every movie no, has it's, to it's 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 baby driver or bust man <laughs> that that's what i don't get about people is why can't you just go watch a fun mindless movie like pacific rim mm-hmm. i usually always references just a really fun dumb movie that you don't really have to think about and just have fun yeah, yep. I I kind of look, yep, yep, yep. and you guys you guys might hate me for this, but I kind of look at Kong Skull Island uh, in that same way. 
Um, Absolutely, dude. I mean, I you know I've watched it three times now, and I still love it. But it's not a it it's not a great movie. But it's just a big fun monster movie, right? That's all you want out of it. It's it's, it's firmly in the same camp as Pacific Rim, although it's I think it's a little bit better than Pacific Rim. But yeah, I'd say so. I I honestly didn't enjoy Pacific Rim. Um, so now I'm I'm the thing I hate. Uh, but yeah, Ugh. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that you have to enjoy that specific movie. I just always use it as a reference point of yeah. I went into that thinking this is going to be stupid. And I had like a really fun time watching it. Totally, totally. Yeah. Same with Power Rangers. I just had a blast watching it. It's not the best movie, but I I loved it just because it's fun. What'd you guys think yeah. of uh, Naked Brian Cranston in Power Rangers? That was a surprise, right? Such a surprise. So yeah, if you haven't watched Power Rangers, get to see Brian Cranston's dick. Just kidding. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't see his dick. <laughs> you just see his 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 torso in makeup. Yeah, lots of makeup. Still the best thirty yeah. seconds Sword of that movie. On. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that got awkward. Yeah, it got real What's awkward. The robot's name. That was that was my favorite part of the movie. Alpha. <laughs> Alpha. Yes. Well, now that now that Bill we've uh, now that we've had Power Rangers talk, Matt, what's your ketchup? I wasn't done talking about Power. Then Rangers. keep talking about Power Rangers. Let's hit. Let's let's hear. Want to keep talking Power Rangers? What did you think about Goldar? Which one's Goldar? Oh, the big giant gold thing. <laughs> yeah, the big gold monster. <laughs> it's the, it's the yeah, uh, silver sense. one. <laughs> I thought Goldar was fine. <laughs> I liked the. I I really. I had some problems with the movie though, guys. Oh shit! Can I tell you about them? Yes, please tell me. No, you you can't tell us any problems ever. Um, you don't want zero problems, big fellow. Anybody? Chance the rapper. First, first off, they said they opened shot with. It said the hollow scene. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the hollow scene. That was still Mesozoic because it <laughs> was. Right when the asteroid was hitting, which was Mesozoic, which is, I guess, technically the border, but, right? That was when the asteroid hit. That's when they were pulling the asteroid down to Earth, so it was before the asteroid hit. Yeah. So it was absolutely the Mesozoic. I didn't like that. <laughs> and then they were like, look at all these dinosaurs. There was only two dinosaurs, of, and the rest weren't dinosaurs. The rest were other things. The, the, the Tyrannosaurus, what are they called? Zoids? Droids? Robots? Megazords. Megazords. Yeah. There's a Tyrannosaurus Megazord Zords. and a Triceratops Megazord. Zords. And those are dinosaurs. But then the, the Pterodactyl Pteranodon isn't a dinosaur. And then there's a... What are the other two? Like cats or something? There's a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, not a dinosaur. And what's the other one? A bear? There's... A wolf? The T-Rex. I think he's a wolf. Not a dinosaur. Or is he a bear? I can't remember. It's... Either way. Not a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's that was my problem with the movie, guys, because they were talking about like, look at all these dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are the minority in that group. Look at all these. Look at all these prehistoric animals. I would have been okay with. Look at all these <laughs> zords based on animals. I would have been okay with that, and I would have been okay with. Look at these dinosaurs, prehistoric reptiles, and extinct mammals, and I would have been okay with that too. I want clarification. Don't dumb down my science. <laughs> Teaching that, kids that's wrong fair. science. That's teaching fair. kids that the that 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 serious tigers are dinosaurs. It's crazy. <laughs> they're not. They're not even tigers. They're cats. They're not related to tigers. But but they were 
around when dinosaurs were around, right? No. No? No, they weren't. They were after? Very much so. Very far after. Same with bears? Yeah. There's no no dinosaur bear? Uh, no. <laughs> they did find a crocodile that they nicknamed the bear croc. That's pretty cool. Huh. It's a... Uh, it's a it's a crocodile that has really long legs and big big snarly pointy teeth. It's pretty cool looking. Oh, sorry, that's the boar croc. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that's all. That's all. I can't believe Power Rangers didn't get my didn't get prehistoric science correct. Come on, Power Rangers. Jeez, yeah, get with the Power Rangers. I feel like that was part, that was like a I feel like that was a pretty important part of the story there, writer. Of that movie. <laughs> One of probably 12 <laughs> writers that they had in a room working on that movie. Seriously. No, I'm just fucking around. No, it was a fun movie. So now that we talked... <laughs> <laughs> now that we talked Power Rangers time, what's your, what's your catch-up, Matt? Uh, my catch-up is I read uh, Jeff Lemire's Thanos. Oh. Did you, did you really? I was trying to make a Jeff Lemire joke. Uh, I thought, okay, I was, I was like, oh, is that, he that, really? That's, that's why I was like, did you really? I really did, though. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I read the first issue. Um, it's not that good. I didn't think it would be that good. It's not very good. I did start his Moon Knight, which I'm still kind of trying to get into. I liked his Moon Knight. I loved his Moon Knight. Rachel, uh, you're wrong. But We're going to attack you for it. No, I, I didn't say I'm that just, I hated I'm just it. Kidding. I'm saying it's just kind of taken me I'm a minute. Kidding. I, I've never read Moon Knight, so I don't know that much about him. Yeah, so Moon that's Knight's why a, it's kind of. It's, he's also a tricky character. To, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I did. I read that first issue. Th- oh, this isn't my catch up. I have I have pre-written <laughs> catch up in my notes, but it's just not. I don't know. No, it's like doesn't. it's like what? You're lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> I even have a funny joke to introduce my ketchup. Oh, okay. Fuck. I'll show um, up then. Uh, <laughs> I plan ahead, guys. Whatever you say. Go ahead. Hey, 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 hey now. You're a rock star. Get your game on. Go, go play. play. Oh, does he say go play? He says get paid and go play. It depends on which verse. One of them is you're a rock star, and then the corresponding word is go play or get paid. I can't remember. The other one is that you're an all-star, and the corresponding is either go play or get paid. He says both. I don't know which goes with which. I always just thought he said go (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what is worse. All those things are bad. They're all bad. (laughs) Uh, We should have uh, Billy Smashmouth on the show sometime. (laughs) <laughs> Billy yeah, Smash Billy Smash Mouth. <laughs> I have no fucking poor man. clue. <laughs> poor, poor man. <laughs> Such an unfortunate last name. <laughs> how do How do you feel growing up with the last name Smash Mouth? <laughs> I kind of want to legally change my last name to Smash Mouth now. Uh, Jason Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. Jason Smash Mouth. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anything about that. Do you think Smash uh, Mouth was like an oral sex joke when they first made it? I I've been like secretly sitting here thinking like is it like being like punched in the face <laughs> or is it oral sex? No idea. Only Billy Smashmouth will know. Only Limp Bizkit knows. Of course they do. Um, go ahead. Fuck. What was I talking about, guys? <laughs> oh, oh, I was talking about th- Thanos. Look I, was your talking notes. About, I was talking about Thanos. Hold on. Let me check my notes. <laughs> <laughs> 
My, my, my notes make weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you take um, notes in like a cloaca? Yeah, I don't know. It's super weird. My God. Why a cloaca? That's so weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? I'm going to ram my ov- ovipositor down your throat, <laughs> legs, and your stomach, but I'm not an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, That's one of my favorite Uh, jokes of all time. You didn't like Thanos. It's like a flashback. I don't know what... Marvel's so confusing right now. Yeah. And by by right now, I mean six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, unlimited Uh, time. Yeah. It's because, like, Civil War II happens, and the Guardians of the Galaxy get stranded on Earth, which... in and of itself is pretty fun, mm-hmm. right? Captain Marvel brings him to Earth, and then their ship gets blown up by somebody blows up their ship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who. Uh-huh. And uh, and then uh, somehow during the course of it, of the Civil War Two stuff, um, Carol Danvers or Brand or somebody tells Star Lord that. Uh, Thanos is on Earth, but he chooses to keep it a secret from Gamora, who has the, like, I will kill Thanos at all costs mentality. Yeah. But then they f- she finds out. So dumb. The fucking Civil War II was so dumb. Then she finds out, and the, it, and then the Guardians split up, so they broke up. They broke up the band, and they all went their separate ways on Earth. So anyway... Thanos is apparently imprisoned somewhere on Earth post-Civil War II. But then Jeff Lemire's Thanos run is like takes place in the past. Mm-hmm. Th- Thanos? Thanos? Doesn't matter. I say Thanos. I say Tahatnos. <laughs> I, I oh dare God. you to say that every time we ever mention him on the show from now on. Tahatnos? Okay, I'm going to really try for that one because that's fucking gold. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's about Tahanos's uh past and like some past story and it's just boring. I don't know. It's not good. Yeah, I feel like he might have mailed mm-hmm. it in on that one. That was like his last that's like literally is his last work for Marvel. Um Oh. And so yeah, I think he might have just been like, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna yeah. poop this one out real quick. Sure. But I like the I like the uh I'm totally digging the like Guardians are stuck on Earth thing though. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that Star Lord run I loved. Uh, Rocket Raccoon run, awesome. Gamora was great. Well, the weird thing about the Gamora one is that the Gamora one takes place in the past. Yeah, he didn't know that. I knew that. He's just trying to stay. Out. He's you just poser. Tr- poser. I'm a poser, guys. I don't read comics. You're, a f- you're a fake. Star Lord was okay. Nerf. I didn't really dig it. Oh shit! Rachel's about to fight Matt. That's no, okay. That does lead into my two catch-ups. Uh, oh boy. My first, my first ketchup is Chip. My oh, no. second ketchup is Zdarsky. Oh boy, was that your joke? That's my joke. <laughs> put it up on the scoreboard, guys. You got us. Put it up on the. Where's, put it up on the ho humbo Where's your air horn? No, I did. I went down the. Ch- I went into a, a chip hole. <laughs> went to a real deep chip hole. That's hot. Super hot. Uh, but I did. I read his Star-Lord, the volume one of his Star-Lord series. Um, I really like it. I, how far did you get? I only read the first issue. Oh, okay. So it gets Because you gave me the little code. 
Oh, and there's just the first one in there. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Uh, the first one's okay because he is kind of a, like a butthole about everything. Yeah, he's super whiny. Yeah. It gets a lot better. It gets a lot more fun because he finds something for him to do to occupy his time. He becomes oh, a bartender. Okay. He becomes a bartender at a super villain bar. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is a lot of fun and just all the shenanigans that go on. And then it really kind of gets into like the, like this like kind of like it's sort of superior foes kind of like like all the different Fact like these different factions trying to like you know undercut each other, and this bar being like the safe place that they can all go, the neutral territory. Oh, okay, that sounds much better. Yeah, it is. It's I a- thought it was just him being whiny about Mm-mm. being on no, Earth. It gets a lot better. Okay, uh, six issues of Star Lord whining. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to read. No, it does. It absolutely gets a, it. It it totally gets a lot more fun, and, and you know, and then Star Lord's like teaming up with a bunch of B and C list villains. Nice. Which is super fun. Yeah, it's great. So, um, no, I would recommend it. I, I, I like the idea of taking the Guardians out of space and making them stuck on Earth and having to do yeah, I do shitty like, menial yeah. jobs. I, I do like that idea a lot. Uh, like Rocket shows up a couple times and he's super funny. Uh, no, it's absolutely worth it. Uh, but the big news is... Uh, that we we've been that we haven't talked about is Peter Parker the super, spectacular Spider-Man. Have we not talked about that? No, dude. No, we haven't. What? I know that came out the day we did the interview with. Uh, um, oh my god, there's been so many interviews lately. <laughs> w- one of the past interviews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to wing it because then I'll be. Anyway, then I'll be wrong. I'll be, or I'll, or I might be right, but I'll and we did all read this the Spider Man. Did you? Yeah, you read it, right, Jay? Yeah. Well, I just thought it was fucking great. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was really fun. Yeah, it, it was <clears throat> the Spider Man comic that I've been wanting to read for since Dan Slott took over Spider Man. Just the opening with him and Torch. Yeah, oh, when so he's good. just like, how many times are you going to tell your origin story? <laughs> so good. Like, that was incredible. I was sold, like, right there. I know. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> uh, Chip was really born to write Spider-Man. And all his little, like, side notes. I know, so just good. awesome. Uh, yeah, it, funny. Just funny, you know? Like, I haven't laughed loud in a while reading comics, and that one made me laugh. With my laughing voice, not my <laughs> mental voice. <laughs> I uh, I did really enjoy it, and I, I enjoy Adam Kubert's art and everything. Uh, I have a real problem with the boots. I don't like the boots. Eh, who cares? You don't like his boots? I like the boots. No, his boots look like they have a the pa- the same pattern that Shocker has to them. It's just like a random like crisscross rather than like spider webs coming out. That's like it's like the one like really that dumb. is the that is the worst thing to criticize this comic con Jason. I I, I yeah. know it's the worst thing. Like it's not it's not a real criticism because I enjoyed it, but like that, I have a criticism the, actually. I uh, it's a good comic, but I don't like the boots. I really. I'm just gonna say that about every comic yeah. I read ever again. Yeah. Jason, Jason's gonna be like read Batman. I'll be like Jason. I read Tom King's Batman. Didn't like the boots. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I loved I loved the book. Everything else, everything else about the comic <laughs> doesn't matter. Didn't like. Yep. The I, I loved the book. I think uh, Zdarsky and Kubert <laughs> are are doing great on it. I think Kubert's illustrating the hell out of a Spider Man. I think Zdarsky's writing the hell out of a Spider Man. It's just the it's just the boots. 
It just got me. But overall. And and any other comic that we mentioned, like the first thing that we need to ask is, how, how was, was the, the boots? How the boots? Did you like the boots? <laughs> yeah. Were the boots good? Uh, Did the boots pass your inspection? <laughs> your boot inspection. <laughs> Our boot inspection. There's a new t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, no, but really though, it's just, you know, it's, Spidey is such a great character, but Spidey needs the right writers. Uh, and artists. And artists. True. I I, yeah. the, I think the, I, I really do like the art as well. Uh, but humor, lighthearted, funny, but heartwarming at the same time. Like when he gives Human Torch a hug and he says, I love you. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I, I agree. My, my favorite part of that whole comic is when he's like, uh, the Torch is like, let's go see a movie. And Spidey's like, uh, okay, except for I don't want to see a superhero movie film. I need escapism. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'll, I'll see you tonight at six. And Spidey's like swinging off. He's like, I'll probably remember. Yeah. And then like eight, uh, like 18 pages later, there's a one page spread of just the human torch, six panels waiting at a door, looking at his watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt so bad it's for him. So good though because peter totally forgot about him that's just such a great that's such a great uh that's such a great that's such uh, a great timing joke such timing. a great do you think do you think he yeah, uh redrew just... it six times or do you think it was uh <laughs> it was just copied no it's absolutely right redrawn six times because he, he does move around oh yeah okay, that's right it's been like god it's been how long has it been since that, that comic that... came out like a week. A week. Jesus. It's been more than that. No, it came nope. out when we did Sanford the Sanford Green interview, which was June twenty second. Last week. Nope. June twenty second was. That's right. It was the week before. Ha. Yeah, because yeah, right. that weekend last week. It's been out week, for two weeks, Jason. I've, two I've, whole weeks. I've read like a billion things. It's, uh, it hasn't even been two weeks yet. Anyway. You're so fixated on these boots, man. You can't remember that, all the good stuff about the comic. <laughs> yeah. No, it was super fun. And it was it was very lighthearted. And it was a nice refresher for Spider-Man, especially since it didn't, like, rely on any types of, like, established continuity, which is nice because I'm not a huge web head. No, no, it didn't. It didn't do that. It didn't. It didn't do any, like, clone garbage or it didn't do any multiverse garbage. It was just like, here's Peter Parker. He's. He thwips around town, and and it's funny. Thwipping. I love the Ant Man stuff. I love the I love the oh, fact yes. that Ant Man got stuck a couple inches shorter. Yeah. <laughs> when Ant Man showed up, it was like comedy gold. It's so. It was so good. funny. And then he actually gets made to be taller so than good. Peter. So good, and he's like, "Why didn't I ever think of that?" <laughs> <laughs> It's so oh, good. It's too good. Yeah. No, it's just great. It's, it, I don't know. All praise to Chip Zdarsky. You guys can talk about Jeff Lemire and his dour tones as much as you want, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm on my, I'm on my chip train. I'm on my chippy, chip, chippy, chip, chip. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I, I do want to mention, uh, as we're talking about like a story that has a lot of heart and a lot of humor and, and kind of just delivers on all, all quadrants, uh, Freaking Batman and Elmer Fudd by Lee Weeks and Tom King. Holy shit, guys. Oh, I read that. Didn't like the boots. Fuck you. <laughs> it sounds like a... No, I, it's, I, I've heard it's good, too. It sounds so dumb, but I've heard yeah. it's actually really it good. It sounds yeah. dumb. It, it, it's probably in the same world of, like, 
as like the Flintstones. Totally. Where where it's like, this is going to be stupid. Oh my God, wait, this is incredible. Yeah, especially because it's a one-off issue. It's just one single issue. It's Batman and Elmer Fudd. The the art looks like David Mazzucchelli in Batman Year One, but it's fucking it's Elmer Fudd and Batman like in the same. It's so good. Ah, oh, God, I how weird. It's amazing. It's it's just because they basically took Elmer Fudd and made him a character that could conceivably exist in a Batman world. You know what I mean? And then the backup is a Batman that could conceivably exist in the Looney Tunes world. Um, that's very weird. So it's, that is weird. Yeah, and so the backup is only like five pages, but the main story is so good. It's so good. And there's just, hmm. like, if you if you know anything about the Looney Tunes at all, like, there's so many just, like, little fun homages in there, and Bugs Bunny shows up, but not the Bugs Bunny you, you think might show up. It's great. I will definitely read it. It's good stuff. Um, well, should we, should we sizzle right. through some news real quick? I'm gonna, I'm, hang on, I'm going to look at a picture. I'm going to look at a picture of... Uh, the boots. The boots. Let's see how I feel about them. <laughs> <laughs> you started it. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, did you see the season three of Rick and Morty uh, trailer? Uh, I'm not going to watch it. I, I didn't see the trailer, but I saw that it starts this month. Yep. Well, it, it was a good oh my trailer, God, the, guys. The, 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 the art for Batman Elmer Fudd is crazy good. I told you, dude. Yeah. It's so good. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I think Lee Weeks is about to have some some real big stuff going on. We should probably we should pull him on yeah, the show. We should, cool. come, we should have him come talk to us. Yeah, yeah ask, we gonna, can talk gonna, to him about I'm boots. Fucking, I'm going to grill him about those boots. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> should ask all our guests. No, sorry about the boots. The boots. <laughs> what's with the boots? Um, what's, what's with what's the deal with boots? They're all like <laughs> shockers. <laughs> Uh no I, I I'm not watching the Rick and Morty trailer just because um you know what the 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 thing about the thing that was the when I started watching Rick and Morty I think it was you I said which one should I watch Rick and Morty or regular show because you were talking about regular show and somebody anyway so I picked Rick and Morty with and I went into Rick and Morty 100 percent blind and. uh loved that aspect of it i didn't know what to expect yeah so that's what i'm that's why i'm 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 gonna go into rick and morty season three blind i've been trying to do that with at least one super superhero movie lately but thus far i've failed so yeah i try to do that with as much things as i possibly can it's so i like going in blind my problem is though I get really hyped when I see like Black Panther's trailer. Oh, like, totally. Mm, Let's actually we haven't watch it. we yeah. haven't talked about that. Holy shit, that Black Panther trailer. Yeah. Yes. God, awesome. it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Michael B. Jordan's emo hair. It's all fun. Run the jewels. Oh. Uh. So good. Yeah, that shit was that shit was great. Um, I'm still I'm still more excited for Thor, but uh, same here. But. Uh, it's an awesome trailer. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's gonna be awesome. I think I'm more excited for Thor because a I've seen more for Thor and Thor is coming out first. I think as as it near like I don't know. I think Marvel's just kind of on a rolling cycle. Like when the first Spider-Man Homecoming trailer premiered, I was like, oh shit, yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, and I'm still like, shit, yeah, Spider-Man. But uh, I'm I'm more shit, yeah, Spider-Man now that a couple because I've been. This is very rare for me to do, but I read a couple of review. I read a couple of reviews because I was like, Ooh. I had to. I was like, I gotta know. Is this? Is it? Is it another garbage heap? Because you know, 
it's just it's just hard when your favorite character gets screwed over so much. Yeah. Uh, luckily, those reviews are favor favorable. So. Yeah. No. The reviews. The reviews look really good. Um, faux show. Uh, faux show. Speaking <laughs> of reviews, this isn't even a segue. What did you guys think of? Uh, you you both saw <laughs> World War Z, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Were you not so on board with it? Or were you just kind of like, eh? No. No. That's a terrible. No. Movie. Uh, what do you think now that David Fincher is directing the sequel? Does that get you any more on board, or are you still just like, meh? I don't know, man. I'm uh, so zombied out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, what? I do feel zombied out. It's like doing a podcast about a zombie movie for six months <laughs> did something to my brain. Weird that. No, no. Uh, David Fincher doing a zombie movie is exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. If, the fact that it's like World War Z two is a little bit less exciting. That's super weird. Exactly. I like. Uh, it's it is it's so weird to me that like of like that David Fincher at the point in his career that he is now is like doing a sequel to a movie that wasn't even that well received. Totally. But like, maybe that's it, the... if it was just a zombie movie by David Fincher. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I would be more interested, but since it's World War Z two, yeah. But here on the flip uh, side of that same coin, it's almost more interesting that he signed on to do a sequel to a shitty movie. Yeah, and it's David Fincher. Yeah, I I do think he would actually follow the kind of guidelines that are in World War Z. Yeah, I don't know. I fuck. I don't know. I'll wait for a trailer. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what we'll have to see. Or even if he ends up doing it, you know, he could always drop out, just like happens all the time lately. Uh, I, I'm more curious if it's going to, like, actually be, like, a whole movie of one story or a movie of individual. Like how it should have been the first time? Exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That could kind of be cool if it wasn't, like, just a sequel, if it was more just, like, an anthology in that world that that is, like, well, pulling the, from the book, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, which is why that book is good. is Brad Pitt coming back yeah, for he it. Is. Oh, I'm okay with that. I don't mind Brad Pitt. Well, then it's not going to be that. like the individual story, unless he's so. just like a maybe. character weaving through it. You know? Yeah, maybe it's just a hard reboot. Oh, maybe. And they're just calling it a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> World War Z two the reboot. <laughs> um. Uh, speaking of uh, well-known people jumping onto existing properties, uh, what do you think of the Watchmen TV series uh, being greenlit from HBO from uh, Damon Lindelof? Um, oh, man, Matt loves his Damon Lindelof. I, you know, we just finished the leftovers. The season, the show wrapped up. The, yeah. ep- the series finale was incredible. That show was so good. I like Damon Lindelof. He what did he write? He Lost. wrote something I just watched. No, 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 a movie. Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. I'm let's, looking it let's up. Let's use the power of Google. Like something, something that surprised Prometheus, me. Prometheus, Tomorrowland. Prometheus. Oh, yeah. He wrote Prometheus. Um, okay. Ringing yeah. endorsement. Yeah, because Prometheus is a good movie. Yeah, it Jason. is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The boots in that movie are fine. Sure. I. I'm still trudging through the leftovers. It's just kind of a difficult story to get through in sure. the beginning. The, the second but, and third season are much have much have more like curiosity and hope throughout versus the first that was yeah. just like which which I know I'm like trying trying to get there, 
But it is an awesome show, so and I do really like him. It's so good. Anyway, the, that yes, that that that's exciting. But then, on the other hand, it's the Watchmen. It's the fucking Watchmen. Do we we don't need any more Watchmen anything in the world. <laughs> like I'd rather have David Lindelof put more energy towards something new than another Watchmen thing. I always I always find uh, your your guys is like. Uh, fed upness with Watchmen, very interesting. Because I like, I don't know. I'm I'm totally on board with it. I don't mind seeing more Watchmen. Uh, granted, but it's go ahead. okay. Is it just a? Is it just this the Watchmen story again? What I'm guessing is going to happen is that the, it's going to be Watchmen. However, I think it'll probably incorporate a lot more of the Tales from the Black Freighter and and probably some of the like before Watchmen stuff and things See, like that. That's why it's uninteresting to me that I don't need that story told a third time. Well, what else would when they the do? First one, when the when the first one is almost was is is up there as one of the most perfect comics ever written. Yeah, I, you know, like it's like it's you know it's like it's 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 why I have so much respect for Bill Watterson never turning Calvin and Hobbes into a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um. And I know, I know it was probably wasn't Alan Moore's. No, it's not at all. He doesn't he doesn't uh, sign off on any of the adaptations, right? Um, but I think that's it. I think that's why because I don't uh, yeah. I don't need the same Watchmen story again. Hmm. Uh, no, I I agree. If it was like if it was like it took place in the Watchmen universe, sure maybe. But on the other hand, like the Watchmen story covers what happens in the Watchmen universe with all the characters. Yeah, right? yeah. No, yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. I've read I, the comic. I've seen the movie. I don't need to watch a TV show about it. Nope, don't need to. It, it's the same thing. That's fair. I, I, with Lindelof doing it, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. But yeah, I, I don't think it's something that's necessary for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think I, I really like Lindelof. I think he's great. I. He should make a Spawn series. Well, dude, that would be. They're cool. working on a Spawn but, movie. But that, they are working on a new spot. Yeah, but Todd McFarlane's writing the script, so... Uh, oh, man. Bra- oh. Brace yourself. Get out of here, Todd. Love, well, darn love it. old Todd McFarlane, but... Uh, you know, I went back and was reading some of the old Todd McFarlane Spider-Man comics, and it's like, okay, easy, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, holy smokes, you're trying to go way too dark and gritty for this. Yeah. He draws Spidey cool, though. He does, he does. And apparently at one yeah, point, Jamie Foxx was uh, pursuing the role of Spawn, but I guess not anymore. I don't know. Huh. That'd be kind of fun, I guess. Nope, he got, they, were like, they were like, sorry, man, uh, next best thing, <clears throat> Electro, <laughs> but not as cool as the comics. Not nearly. Um, that reminded me of something else, and I can't remember what it is. All right, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently Atari is working on a, a console. Is there any reason for yeah. Atari to return to console making, or should they just stay in their They're lane? They're like, Pong 9000! Dark and gritty Pong reboot? <coughs> uh, I don't know. Like, are they gonna do, like, actual Atari games? Apparently. I don't know. They're like, it's the Jaguar 2XX. <laughs> like, a totally 3D high definition Yars Revenge. <laughs> I mean, sure. I, <laughs> I don't know. Because if that's the case, 
I'm on board. I I here's I don't I don't care <laughs> if they make one or not. But the problem is with the con- the whole like console wars that are going on right now are so annoying. Yeah. I don't want like don't put anyone else in there. I like that Nintendo is like console wars. Eh, we'll try something different. Speaking of which, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good call. I I did get a Switch and I've been playing Zelda every single day. It's just in that's Rachel's awesome. a Switch. It's so good. Like I just take it with me to work. Nice. And when I have slow moments, just play it in I, the car just, while you're driving. I just sit there and play it. My boss is playing his in his office, so I just sit at my desk and play it. That's fun. It's a really fun game. I heard the game was pretty cool. It's so open world. Like, there's so much to do. It's just so much fun. That's awesome. Yay! Sorry, I got distracted for a second there. Yay Um, yay for the Switch. Go Switch! That's cool. I, I, I want the new uh, upcoming miniature Super Nintendo. I do too. But apparently, everyone's like, everyone's buttholes are all a, are all a, are all clenchered because uh, when the Nintendo Mini came out, people bought up hundreds of them and then sold them for way overpriced on eBay. Yeah. Well, they didn't make a lot of and them. And then they did, because they didn't make a lot of them, it was So then, yeah, people deal. bought them for like 80 bucks and then sold them for like $300 online. Oh my online. God. That's stupid. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. I I will try to get one because actually my coworker did get the NES one. And it's like the tiniest little Nintendo. It's so cute. But the, and the, but the Super Nintendo has all the awesome games it it has so many awesome games and uh unreleased star fox 2 which makes me feel like it's going to be even harder to get that thing yeah hopefully they they don't do some tiny little release where like we're gonna make 500 they did say that they are going to make more of these than they did the nes classic good because i want one i really want one that's cool um what else you, I, what's the, what else you got over there jay you want to talk about hand hold solo? on that'll be that'll be the last one that'll be i got i got it oh, here. Okay. i got it here uh want to talk about them star wars yeah we All we shall them star wars uh so really quick though what do you think apparently the new hellboy reboot starring david harbour is going to be given kind of the logan slash deadpool treatment uh in that it's going to they they've been given freedom to do an r-rated movie uh, and that they will be focusing more on practical effects than CG. Yeah, I, I, I was like, Hellboy reboot, eh. The actors, eh. More bloody, eh. All practical effects, fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I actually like the actor. I think David Harbour is a great Sold. choice for Hellboy. No, 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 he's great too. I'm just saying, that was my joke. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I just want more practical effects. Yes. Period. In and everything. Hellboy is a great universe to have practical effects mm, in. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I would have loved to have seen Guillermo del Toro's third Hellboy. I kind of yeah. would have, but I'm but. I'm excited. The nice thing with the Hellboy reboot is there's actually a lot that they could do with this because Guillermo del Toro's version wasn't that close to the source material. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, totally. It, well, except for... So I, I read some of the new, some of the new Hellboy, mm. which they do pick up off the movie's source material a little bit. Yeah. 
Uh, still really good though. I just think it'll be nice because with it, it's not like a Spider-Man reboot where it's like, oh shit, like we're gonna get the same fucking origin again, like we did with Spider-Man and then Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, it's like a new Hellboy movie probably won't be terribly similar to the first one outside of the main like hell stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, nah, no, nah, that's cool. Yeah, sure, why not? I don't, know. I don't care. I'm indifferent towards it, but mm. I will most likely go see it and obviously practical effects just yeah yeah when what speaking of when's that uh orc movie orc cop movie coming oh, out? oh uh bright that is yeah. yeah i think it's coming out in september november something like that let me find out uh oh, i was hoping it was sooner yeah i can't wait man will smith look, and some orcs uh okay so it is movie looks bananas bananas it looks B-A-N-A-N-A-S. cool it's bananas B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Uh, okay. Hey, I got it. I got it. I got it. Did you find yeah, out? December. <laughs> okay. I got a question for you guys. How do you feel about Justice League coming out two weeks after Thor? Uh, and what's going to happen there? What's your predictions? I am fully prepared for Justice League not to make a billion dollars. Uh I am also fully prepared for Thor not to make a billion dollars because of Justice League. I think I think honestly like having them that close together is just going to hurt both of them. But do you think one will do better than the other just because they are a few weeks apart? Uh they're going to tie like perfectly tie. I, I honestly I I honestly <laughs> am expecting them to do just about the same because I think that the success of Wonder Woman is going to elevate Justice League's box office. Um and I think that That's probably true because yeah. I I I think that people will be like, well, Wonder Woman was actually fucking awesome, so yeah. let's go see this and I wonder, give it I, a chance. Here's the fear I have that people are like, oh, Wonder Woman was awesome. Let's watch the rest of them. And they go back and they watch BVS and they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of hope they just like leave that and just be yeah. like, you know what? Whatever. Uh, yeah. I, I bet the closer that we get to Justice League, I'm sure that these trailers are going to shift their focus more and more towards Wonder Woman and then Batman as the secondary part. Sure. Um, well, with the, with the trailers we have now, I think the Thor's trailer is strong. Oh, yes, for sure. I Yeah. It, 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 it plays Zeppelin. It's got heart. It's got a super funny scene between some characters that we're very familiar with. Uh yeah, no, I th- I think that overall I th- I'm I'm fully prepared to enjoy Thor a lot more than Justice League. Um Do you have high hopes for Justice League? Yeah, what do you guys think about that? I I have high hopes for it. However, I my realistic expectation is that it will be better than Batman v Superman and not as good as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Probably. I think that's fair. I think that's fair too. So I'm I'm sure I, it's got it, it's it's got the benefit of additional characters, which is going to be big. yeah, and and all of them seem pretty distinct and fleshed out. Like they don't seem just like a bunch of Zack Snyder uh, reflections, like they've been in in many movies. Um, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm betting I'll enjoy it. Um, I just don't think that I'll like be in love with it or anything. But who knows? I mean, maybe like I'm hoping that they surprise me. You know. Sure, absolutely. No, I, I mean, I, th- I think everybody's sort of on that same page of like, eh, hopefully it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I have pretty low expectations, but I'm, I have high hopes. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they have the same amount of time uh, between Justice League and Aquaman as uh, Marvel had between 
Avengers and Iron Man 3 because I think that that'll just give them a bit more time for like Jeff Johns and John Berg to kind of like get the direction of this universe set in the right spot you know what I mean like because then they've got a slew of really really talented filmmakers making their movies they've got James Wan on Aquaman they've got Matt Reeves on Batman they have Joss Whedon on Batgirl and, and Chris McKay on Nightwing like that's a solid bunch especially if they get any of those directors they've been talking to for Flash sure so um no, my my the only reason I asked that question is because I you know I've just been thinking about it and I think, I think, knowing the skill of that Taika Waititi has mm. with making films, I think, I think Thor's going to drop and it's going to be like kind of Guardians of the Galaxy esque where people are going to be like, I can't believe how much heart and comedy that movie had. Yeah, uh, and I think that is going to be a really hard wave that's going to crash into Justice League. That's going to be like, we're Dower, Superman's dead. I <laughs> and I, I'm not. I'm just like yeah. you know. I'm not trying to diss it. I'm not. I really. I'm not trying to diss it all and just say you know fuck that yeah. movie. But I, that's I, the, I agree the you know when you. when talking about the relation of those two films coming out two weeks apart, yeah. which is crazy already. That's a problem I'm seeing that could that could potentially well, happen. I think when DC, I think when DC films uh, scheduled Justice League, they scheduled it before. Any before it had been announced that Taika was the person working on Thor Ragnarok, and so I think they went, oh well, the first two Thor movies have just been like kind of okay, but haven't really done much, and so we we got nothing to worry yeah. about. Um, and, and then that trailer dropped, and they were like, mm, shit. yeah, yeah. Uh, Taika is the best. Yeah, I love him so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak another news tidbit in here. I'm really stoked that Ricky Bobby is in Deadpool too. Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. Ricky He's Baker. A bad egg. That song gets stuck in my head, like, all the time. So good. <laughs> I don't think Jason's seen that movie nope. yet. I'm mad at it. Oh, uh, man. That movie is incredible. Yeah, Again, really, with, I mean, like, think... the combination of comedy and heart yes, is exactly. just... Which movie is this? Perfect. Hunt for the Wild Oh, okay. Yeah. Taika Waititi. I have not seen it, but I, it's I will. It's so good. It's absolutely amazing. It's one yeah. of my favorite movies. No, I really. I, you should watch it just because I think you would. I, you, f- for sure, I think would really appreciate that experience. Well, now I'm going to do the you guys thing and say I'm going to hate it. Just kidding. I'll watch it. Nobody. We don't do that. I don't do that. No, you don't do it to me. I'm just saying oh. the overhype thing that we were talking about earlier. Remember? <laughs> it's just. I'm kidding though. When you when you give something a ringing endorsement, I'm I'm excited for it. I'll watch it. I mean, you don't have to. No, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I want to watch it. I, no, don't watch it. I don't want to ram it. <laughs> I'm not fine. ramming it down your throat. It's totally no, fine. I'll, okay. I've, it. been, I've been planning on watching it for a while. I have it downloaded. Um, legally. Complete. 100% legitimate. Um, I think it's on Netflix. It's, it's on, on my Netflix, Netflix queue, guys. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the recent trend in Marvel has been, you know, that these team up movies, you got Hulk going into Thor, you got Iron Man going into Spider-Man and all that stuff. Um, we got Wasp and Ant-Man coming. Yeah. Up. Yeah. And so, so they've, they've been, they've been really harping into the, the team up. Uh, apparently we have our next Marvel team up, uh, in that Nick Fury will apparently be co-starring in Captain Marvel. What do you guys think of that? Huh? Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Fine. I guess that's okay. I mean, he kind of co-starred in all the other movies. It seems appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there'll be a, a heavier focus on Nick Fury and Captain Marvel than there has been in any of the others. Oh, my God. Does that mean Nick Fury's going to be on his protecting space oh, thing? Oh, fuck. That, that'd be incredible. 
Holy shit. Oh my god, uh, if that's the case, I'm super on board. Yeah, totally. If he's the man on the wall in this, that would be incredible. Oh yeah. my god. I don't know if that's what they're doing, but that'd be fucking incredible. Yeah, I doubt that's what they're doing, but still super, yeah, I would love that. I don't know, man, because they got Bucky. Bucky's sleeping. They could like wake Bucky up to put him on the wall. Yeah. That's true. I, I feel like Bucky's going to come back in Black Marvel, Panther at some point. listen up. We got... <laughs> we're, we're striking gold right here, you guys. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what no, we're talking but, about, read Original Sin, and it'll all make sense. It's yeah. great. Um, but Original Sin would be a really would be an awesome. Uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a great way to continue the universe after Phase Three is over. Because th- that's the the hard part is like you look at every like you know Avengers Three and Four and all that stuff. It's like okay, like where do you go from there to like keep excitement up? Um, totally. I think you have to do stories like that that are just like more personal, a lot more like I don't know, just interesting. Oh, and just and yeah, and just out there, yeah. um, or you return, or you return, or you like disseminate and return to like street street level. But we've had enough. of Yeah, that. I don't know. I don't know if we need more street level, um, especially with the defender you stuff. Know, uh, we do need a we do need a street level Moon Knight Netflix show oh, though. That'd be sick. That'd be so cool. Um, that, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's great, and I'm excited to see Samuel L. Jackson with Brie Larson. Uh. Now the last little bit of news, the the whole Han Solo thing. So uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller fired off a of Han Solo and replaced by Ron Howard. What do you guys think of all that? So weird. That's so weird. <sighs> Ron, I think, why I think Ron he's Howard? A, yeah, he's a very weird choice. Like he makes good movies. Yeah, like he made that one that was like Moby Dick, but it's not Moby Dick or whatever. Well, he also made Apollo 13, which is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. no, it was a good movie. He is a talented filmmaker. I just, it is a weird choice. It's like, why, why him? What's the what? Yeah, like it's just, it's not, it's not his type of movie. Like, it's not the type of movie that he like. I feel like it's almost like he just did it as a favor to Kathleen Kennedy, uh, and that it's just like, well, we've pretty much got your script here. All you have to do is direct it and stick to the script because apparently Lord and Miller were improvising and straying away from the script too much. Uh, and so, like, maybe that's it. But it's just like, man, that's, I don't know. I That's not an exciting choice for who to take over. No, definitely not exciting. I didn't know he did Willow. He did Willow? Yeah, he directed Willow. Willow's awesome. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't care does that make sense yeah who cares they're like lord and miller had already filmed like most of the movie right yeah but apparently i mean now they're probably like so they had filmed apparently like 80 percent of the movie uh howard is stepping in to do the last 20 percent, but then the reshoots are getting expanded uh because the the first thing is they have to the second director has to shoot more than 50 percent of the movie to be credit to be credited as director uh and so if oh. they don't want to credit lord and miller they have to reshoot at least half of it yeah i think they're doing like three weeks of reshoots that's i i think that was the original but i i, I think that they're expanding on that because three weeks isn't a ton of time maybe they expanded it to five weeks yeah. i can't remember i know i read something on it it though. just like it i i especially because i just don't think that uh ron howard's directorial style is going to be the same and so I feel like we might run into some of what we got in Fantastic Four, where cutting from scene to scene or sometimes shot to shot, there's no continuity in the visual style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just the relation with the camera and like placement and stuff like that. Like they, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's going to be some tonal whiplash here. 
I don't know. Uh, it's guess we'll find yeah, out. It's a little. It's a little bothersome, but anyway. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, yeah, it's big news and whatever, but I don't know. Like, to me, that falls into the camp of like us when once if same Fantastic Four camp. Let me watch the movie, yeah, and then decide whether or not it was a good movie for myself only. Yeah. Um, but I mean, how do you feel about the reshoots that Joss Whedon's doing on Justice League? Yeah. I I don't know. Fine. <laughs> like I don't know, like it's the same thing, right? Like you know, maybe Scott what? Snyder. Maybe this was Scott Zack Snyder's Snyder. redemption. Zack Snyder's redemption. Well, I'm I'm just wondering, you know, since Fantastic Four was brought up, if it would if it will still be kind of choppy. I, yeah, who knows? Probably, I don't know. Or if I, it'll be better. That's pretty crazy that Joss Whedon now has done the two tentpole franchise team movies. Yeah, that's a little nuts, right? Like jumping from basically like literally jumping from Avengers 2 to Justice League. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I don't know, that's something to hang your hat on for sure. Sure. Um yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, that's that's like the other side of the spectrum, right? Take a director that I don't like and add someone that I like like a little bit more. Yeah, maybe it'll be good. Do know. you guys think that Lord and Miller should uh, should go back to Flash now that they're uh, off Han Solo? Yes. Mm. They should just go back to making Lego movies. <laughs> <laughs> or or Twenty One Jump Street. Or maybe we can finally get MIB Twenty Three. Maybe they'll actually. I want. I want that movie really oh, bad. So good. Oh, oh, that reminds me. I watched Chips. Ah. Uh huh. I really liked uh, it. Really? Oh, really? I've heard nothing but bad things about that movie. I thought it was really fun. Oh, wow. There wasn't a single thing that interested me about that movie up until you said that. Like, that's the only thing that makes me think, oh, maybe I'll watch it, but still probably not. Like, I saw it, and it was just kind of a, let's just watch a dumb movie. So I was like, well, I got chips. So we watched (laughs) chips, and it was actually pretty good. What she meant when she said that is that she had a bag of chips in her hand. And so when she yeah, said, well, I got chips, then all of a sudden the assumption was that they were going to watch chips. Yeah. I just... And I ate chips right, while I yeah, watched I, chips. I don't know. I'll, I can't bring myself to watch that yeah, movie. Yeah, I can't it's either. It's not like, obviously, the best movie ever, but I, I thought it was pretty good. I was surprised <laughs> that I actually did enjoy it because I, li- I didn't think I would at all. I like Dax Shepard, but mostly because he's super funny in Idiocracy. He's he's really funny in it. He plays a guy who used to do motocross, so he's had like a thousand surgeries, and he's addicted to pills. Uh. So then he becomes a police officer to get his wife back, and he's still just popping pills oh, like <laughs> through the whole thing. Oh, that's funny. Um. Well, that's that's surprising. I think that was the most surprising revelation of today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I'm surprised that I liked it. Um, I am too. Uh, all right. So <laughs> we've been we've been talking for a long time. This episode, I don't know, may go down in history as our most inconsistent episode in the history of the world. Uh, that's not. That's not. No way. There's been worse. <laughs> if you want to tell us how good or bad this episode's been, you can send us letters at savagelandpodcast.com is the email. Um. And, uh, yeah, this Thursday, our interview with uh, Patrick Gleason goes up. 
Uh, next week we got something. I don't know. Um, like th- in a week from now we're interviewing, or we were originally scheduled to interview David Walker, but I think we might have to reschedule it because something came up. Um, okay. But either way, we'll be interviewing David Walker soon, and all the other people we talked about. Uh, freaking leave your ratings and reviews on iTunes because we love them and we can't get enough, and we just collect them with our grubby little hands and put them in a big jar. Um, That's true. Here, do me do me a favor when you leave reviews. I mean, you can be constructive if you want. The review I need is how to get dead squirrel out of your cat. Mm, that's a good review. So, yeah, if you could please uh, go on iTunes, yeah. leave us a review with five stars if you choose, one star if you're mean, uh, and let us know how to get dead squirrel off a cat. Um, five stars <laughs> if you choose, one star if you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever say somebody's wrong for that, in all honesty. I'm not very, uh, I'm not very self-aggrandizing. I am. Apparently, I've, I've, apparently I've decided that I have a fan club. <laughs> yeah. Maybe your fans will tell you how to get Dead Squirrel out of the cat. If you're in, if you're in Matt's <laughs> fan club or if you want to join the RTSCE, uh, or no, RTCSE? Yeah, RTCSE. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Then, uh, then, then let us know, letters at savagelandpodcast.com or iTunes reviews. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SavageLandPod, Instagram and Facebook at SavageLandPodcast. Um, is there, I don't know, is there anything else that we need to say? Sorry sorry that we have no excuse on this episode. Sorry that we weren't drunk uh, to cover up for, for ourselves. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard, but I went on a 30-mile bike ride today. <laughs> I guess you guys have excuses. Um, um, no, uh, Spider-Man's coming up. We're all going to go see Spider-Man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we might we might pull somebody on that. the show for that. We might not. Who knows? Who knows? We're yeah. trying. I, I, yeah. Chip, Chip, Where are you asking? Chip, is, is that you? Where's my Chippy? How are the boots? <laughs>